You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Left-hand dribble into the paint. Good defense by Rubio. Forces a wild shot. Rebound comes out to Seth Lusher. Jazz running. Donovan's out in front. Lob to the rim. Donovan caught it with one hand. And he packed it. Oh, Donovan. Seeing things that I may never see again. Looking. Leaves it for Grebko. Comes back to get it. Guarded by Heald. Splits the double team. Goes into the lane. Hangs up with the right hand. Elevates. Cox and hammers. Oh, Donovan. Bullet pass to Rodney Hood from the left side from Donovan is up and in. Donovan Mitchell just took his baseball career and threw a 92 mile an hour fastball right into the catcher's mitt of Rodney Hood who rose up and buried a three. Driving, Mitchell kicks to Ingles, left side three, got it! Jingle and Joe Ingles! On the road again. From downtown Atlanta, it's the Jazz and the Hawks. Tip-off is now. Points in the paint. The Jazz have dominated the points in the paint, averaging 49 points of paint in the last two ball games. Well, here comes Rudy Gobert rolling through the paint on a Joe Ingles gives and misses from three feet out. Hawks wearing their white uniforms with a little yellow neon outline to their red lettering. Plumley, Miles Plumley, the oldest of the three Plumleys, has it at the elbow. He got acquired from the D-League team of the Clippers recently. Kent Bazemore left side. Bazemore on favors. Mid-range jump shot no good. Rebound Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell to the front court averaging 19 points a game to lead the Jazz. Gives to Rubio, hands to Gobert. Going to the basket, Plumley blocks it, kicks over to Rubio, Jazz still have possession. Rubio pulls into a mid-range jumper, no good, and the rebound to Ilya Silva, the Hawks. Both teams are pretty active defensively and force a lot of turnovers. We'll see how that impacts the game. Schroeder mid-range pull-up jumper is good. One thing I've noticed here at the beginning of the ball game, especially since Rudy's been back, it's been Ricky and, and, and Rudy that usually gets maybe... 60-70% of the shots. Well, Rubio will try a left corner three here. He's not a good corner three shooter and misses this. And the rebound comes out to the Hawks. Jazz could take advantage on the offensive glass tonight as the Hawks are the 30th ranked defensive rebounding team. Schroeder working on Rubio. Rubio reaches around, knocks it. It's loose on the ground. They're diving after it. There's a rugby scrum. The basketball's loose. Rubio throws it in the backcourt right to Baysmore of the Hawks. 2-0 here in the early going. That's an epic game here between these two franchises in this building, including the four-overtime game. Schroeder gets right by Rubio, reaches in and fouls. Rubio goes and grabs his back and bends over in a bit of anguish. I think sometimes you, you think, okay, let's trust our rim protector. And when guys start driving to the basket, start looking for Rudy's man rather than 
you know, giving up a foul. I mean, it, I know that's a lot to ask, and you would think that that would be the right thing to do, but sometimes you just don't think that fast. Free throw is good. Remember in the open of the broadcast, we talked about Rudy's impact defensively and how teams have shot the corner three much less well against the Jazz when Rudy's on the floor than when he's off the floor. That may be relevant tonight. The Hawks are the number one corner three shooting team in the NBA. They make the corner three at 44%. So we'll have Dr. Rick keep an eye on if the Hawks get any corner threes tonight. Well, I, I noticed that they like to run the dribble handoff. Rubio with a poor pass, overplayed by Prince, who's a good defender, but the Jazz able to recover. Here's Ingles on the far side, penetrates out to Rubio. Third shot of the night's no good. He's missed all three. 4-0 Hawks. Schroeder, high pick and roll, right to left, comes back left to right, pull up mid-range jumper, no good. Hawks are one of the better mid-range shooting teams in the league as well, seventh best in the league on a team that's not very good offensively. Rubio penetrates in the lane, he'll take another one, he'll miss another one. So Rubio has taken the Jazz four of the first five shots of the Jazz, and he's missed all of them. This might go into the Jerry Sloan category of, son, there's a reason you're open. Well, I've just noticed that the last, you know, especially yeah, you since Rudy, it, Rudy's been been back, that the first part of the game, it is Rudy and great steal. Donovan ah. jumps the passing lane, knocks it, but the loose ball goes to Schroeder. Picked up by Plumley. He attacks Gobert, puts up a right-hand runner, no good. Rebound Rubio. Rubio in the gold uniforms with the navy blue numbering and lettering. Hands to Mitchell. He jabs right, goes left, head fakes into the lane. Little floater, too hard. Rebound tapped around and grabbed by the... Hawks, who are not a good defensive rebounding team, but they are really attacking the defensive glass right now. The Jazz have missed their first seven shots of the night. Well, they got two 6'10 players around the basket there. Plumley hook shot in the post over Ingles, no good. Mitchell rebounds. Can the Jazz get a field goal tonight? I assume at some point they will. Left side, Rubio penetrates the baseline drive, misses another one. An inauspicious beginning for Ricky Rubio as he's 0 for 5 tonight. They were look- He was looking for a foul. I thought he got hit check there and I guess Rubio, it wasn't enough Rubio's been struggling around the rim recently bounce pass kicked away loose on the side Rubio diving after it trying to make the save but can't well that's something you'll always get out of Ricky Rubio uh, Quinn Snyder is going to bring in Howell Neto and Jonas Jerebko here early to see if he can spur on the offense oh. Derek Favors never got a chance to touch the basketball that is that is not four Donovan, minutes that a player will Donovan like. Donovan Mitchell touched it once. Donovan Mitchell has been shooting a much lower percentage in the first half of games and second half of games this year. Schroeder in the lane, fading back and scoring at 6-0 Atlanta. The scary one for the Jazz is that Ricky Rubio so often is the bellwether for the Jazz, as is Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood not available tonight. But in losses, Rubio shoots 34%. In wins, he shoots 46%. And he's 0 for 5 tonight. It's going to be hard for him to get to 46%. Foul off the ball on the Hawks. The first one of the night on Prince. Well, we've gone about, what, almost five minutes? Well, not quite. Only four minutes in a second. But if you want to round up, you can. Here's Gobert. I just did. Gobert. My kids are listening. They're laughing because mom always does that. Like, it's 9-10. She's like, it's almost 10 o'clock. Right side, Neto for three. No good. The Jazz best three-point shooter at 48%. Can't find the range. And the Jazz have missed their first nine to start the night. Rubio's getting ready to check back in the game. Left side, Truder dribbles off his foot, dives after the basketball, gets it and calls timeout as he slides like Pete Rose into 
the basketball. And that means And then first, charges right? the official for an autograph. Oh, wait, no, he didn't do that. I just, he was looking like Pete Rose, so I thought maybe he did. 7.35 left, timeout on the floor. It's the Hawks, six, and the Jazz, nothing. The Jazz do not score in the first part. We are certain they will at some point tonight on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Can we make them pay and maybe pull their bigs away from the rim? And, you know, they're such good shot blockers and such good defenders in the paint. You know, even though we're bigger and we're playing more traditional, you know, our bigs um, are comfortable shooting threes and shoot a lot of threes. So hopefully maybe we can have the best of both worlds. We're good on the road, you know. We, there was the beginning of the year we weren't really, you know, sure, you know, on the road. But now, like, you know, we just beat Washington. You know, we beat Boston. You know, we beat good teams on the road. Now we got to go out there and continue the streak, you know, against Atlanta. Got to keep the same energy going and go out there and play what we've been playing. That's your sound flash today brought to you by Newskin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you. Jazz yet to score. 727 left here in the first quarter, and they get a turnover turning the other way. Joe Ingles travels. So the Hawks have the ball up 6-0. Dennis Schroeder has scored all six for the Hawks. Rubio 0 for 5. Gobert 0 for 3. Rubio back in the game. Driving the baskets. Prince too hard off the window. Followed jam by Plumley. It's 8-0 Atlanta. A little bit of a surprising start here for the Jazz. We're coming up their best first quarter of the year in their last game against the Clippers. Jazz shot 63% effective field goal percentage against the Clippers. Here's Gobert through the lane, kicks to Rubio's 0 for 5. Top to Ingles, first shot for him. It's good, and he's fouled. The 6.48 mark left in the first quarter. The Jazz score. And a chance for a three-point, pl- a four-point play here. Is, the is crazy, that on Prince? And the crazy thing is they'll be right back in this game. With one field goal. With one field goal. It's going to be two fouls on Prince. Joe so Eagles will go to the line coming off his s- career high equaling 21-point game. Yes, sir. Thinking about you and what your kids say to your well, – do, w- do they get her on the almost – or does, does she get them? No, on no. So it'll be like nine fifteen, and she wants him to go to bed. She'll be like, "Come on, guys, it's almost ten o'clock." And That's they're like, they what? Get, they get her on the almost. Yeah, they'll then. be like, "What are you talking about? It's almost ten o'clock." She's like, "I'm rounding up." <laughs> Dwayne Deadmond's had a very good year for the Hawks this year. Bounces a pass in traffic, stolen by the Jets. A lot of Hawks players getting an opportunity they've never had before. Ingles penetrates, gives off to Jerebko. Reverse layup is good for Jonas Jerebko. 8-6, Utah back within two on their first two field goals of the night. Two for 12. So Rubio got checked out by Quinn after the 0-5 for 5 start and then came right back in the game at the next whistle. Schroeder driving right by Jarebko on a switch, gets to the window, misses the layup, rebound Gobert. Mitchell nicely pushes ahead to Rubio, swings to Jarebko. Jonas is actually the Jazz best corner three shooter this year. Back up top to Mitchell, weaves in the lane, to the rack, misses the layup at the cup, which he has done rarely. Finishing incredibly well. Bazemore, transition, pull up three, no. And the Jazz grab another rebound, and the Hawks have not been so good themselves. They're three of 12. The two teams have combined for five of 23 shooting. If you have been to your kids' game recently, it might look familiar right now. No rhythm at all. High pick and roll, Ingles off Gobert. Joe will step outside the three-point line and throw it too long. Rebounds tapped around. Jarebko amongst four Jazz players. Keeps it alive. 50-50 ball. Rubio has it. Jarebko left corner. I say he's our best corner three shooter. I did and he missed. And the rebound, Gobert, and he's fouled. I was trying to will that in. 
but it didn't go because only two of the first 16 attempts by the Jazz have gone in tonight. And for some of our listeners who are wondering, okay, Rubio was taken out, but he was quickly put back in the basketball game. A lot of times Quinn does that because he wants to make a point, talk to whatever player is out there that he needs to discuss things with, but he puts them right back in the basketball game. So it's not like he's being scolded for taking them out of the ball game. He just wants to make a point, get back in the ball game, and do your job. And I have no idea what his point was tonight, whether it was, hey, don't take so many shots or actually keep taking those shots. They left you open. you got to take them. Yeah, it, it, that's for sure. I mean, it, now he gets replaced again here, but he's coming in. Alec Burks is coming in for him. A.B. coming off one of his better games of the year. It's he and Royce O'Neal combined for a very efficient outing without Rodney Hood. Jazz have been surprisingly good this year without Rodney Hood. Mm-hmm. Six and four in the ten games he's missed this year. Mm-hmm. 7-0 run by the Jazz makes it 8-7. And those six wins are against all of above, above 500 teams. Here's Dennis Schroeder, left side pull-up, mid-range jumper, no good. Schroeder's not a great shooter. 8-7, rebound Mitchell. Well, he's the one that's going to take the majority of the shots with this team. Whether he's making them or not, he'll never stop shooting. Bounce pass between Ingles and Gobert, doesn't connect. Turnover, here comes Bellinelli, fast break the other way, lays it up and in. That's what Quinn Snyder said today. You've really got to be careful about turning the ball over. That's how the Hawks are going to score, and they're one of the better teams in the league at forcing turnovers. Donovan in the gold uniforms with the navy blue tights and the bright gold shoes. Weeks the low dribble in the lane. Stops at the free throw line. Swings to Jerebko. Left side. Seven on the clock. Jerebko puts a left hand dribble down. Dances into the lane. Throws a bad pass. It's knocked around. A.B. has it. Two on the clock. Drives to the lane. Lays it up and in. Fortuitous bounce for the Utah Jazz. Hawks are doing make a very conscious job of not letting Rudy Gobert catch the basketball in the paint. Jazz got like to see them start looking perimeter once they get into the paint. Jazz are getting the 50-50 ball so far tonight. Delaney in the game for the first time. Gives to Dedman. Top of the key jumper is no good. Dedman shot the three very well for a while. Has not recently. He was in San Antonio last year. Very interesting life story we'll try to get into. Penetrating. Ingles gives it into the lap of Gobert. Who catches, bobbles, picks it back up, and dunks. And the Jazz, despite not having a field goal till the 6.48 mark, now lead the game 11-10. Schroeder weaving, goes reverse side, lays it up and in. Jazz have Mitchell, Burks, Ingles, Jerebko, and Gobert on the floor. And Gobert looks gassed. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. 3.33 left, Quinn Gobert says to Donovan, hey, that was my bad on the last one. And the Hawks have a 12-11 lead with 3.33 left in the first quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now, get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Big T, Thurl Bailey joins us. We love it when we talk with Big T, and he joins us now here on the Jazz Radio What's up? Network. How are you, Big T? I got a fun great, note man. for you, Big T. I always like to give you a note. Maybe you even use it on the Root Sports. Makes it worth your time. But that's this so far this year, the Atlanta Hawks come in. They're about 20th in the league offensively. After the opponent makes a shot, they're 23rd. After an opponent misses a shot, they're 23rd. But after a turnover, they're the seventh best offense in the NBA. So the Jazz have just, really got to not make sure they don't turn the ball over tonight. I'm just amazed that they can keep all that. It's just, it's just, uh, I mean, I think technology is amazing. Isn't it cool? Yeah, yeah it is cool. That is what you are on defense, too, which I think is really interesting. 
Pick and roll between Ingles and Favors, one of the Jazz best combinations they have. Ingles gets in the lane, gives to Favors at the rim, and he can't finish. Good defense there by the Hawks at the cup, and it's 12-11. Favors in for Gobert. Donovan Mitchell, Joe Johnson, Alec Burks, Joe Ingles for the Jazz. Delaney inside, pass to John Collins, who I'm really excited to see, the rookie out of Wake Forest, who Ron Boone discovered today. That he's born late in Utah, absolutely. But this kid's really a nice player. Yeah, end up going to Wake Forest, I think you mentioned that, and growing up in Florida. Checking into the game now, Royce O'Neal coming off a super game for Joe Ingles. Six foot ten. Inbound pass, Deadman pops out left baseline, wide open and he hits. And the Hawks take a 14-11 lead with 2.51 left in the first. Thurl, I'm debating whether I'm gonna ask you what you've seen so far, but maybe that's not what we should be talking about. Uh, what should we be talking about? I don't know, as Royce O'Neal has a nifty drive to the rack and puts it up the window. Let's talk about Royce O'Neal. What a great story. Two years out of the league or playing in Europe and establishing himself as an NBA player this year. Yeah, I really like what Royce brings. I think he's going he's gonna to have a, a really good career uh, in this league just because of what he's able to do and, and how he does it. He always does it with aggressiveness, and he's a smart player. Bellinelli beats A.B. backdoor for an easy layup at 16-13 Atlanta. Here's Neto, who's been a Jazz plus-minus master this year. Five on the clock. Crossover dribble. Trying to get by Deadman. Can't. Fadeaway baseline jumper. No good. Rebound jousted for. And Atlanta, who is not a good defensive rebounding team, but is clearly focusing on it tonight, clears another one. Bellinelli into the lane, all the way to the cup. Layup, no. Rebound tipped around. Grabbed by O'Neal. Jazz have numbers on a four-on-two break, and O'Neal's just going to go coast-to-coast and score. No need to make it complicated. If they don't stop me, I'm going all the way to the end zone. You can see the defender here uh, was was playing left field. That would be Delaney. He was playing left field, trying to straddle between uh, Royce O'Neal and and, and I think it was Nettle on, on the right wing there and just left Royce a chance to go all the way to the basket. At first, I thought you were going to say the defender was Luke Babbitt, and I was going to say that's the first time that those words in Luke Babbitt's name have ever been in the same sentence. 16-15 Hawks. Free throw no good. Here's Delaney with a white headband. Gives out to the corner. Babbitt, a great three-point shooter. Quick release three is good. And remember we said the Hawks, the number one corner three shooting team in the NBA, and they hit that one. They hit 44% of their corner threes. Who's second? Uh, I'll find that for you in a second, I think. All right. A.B. gets to the free throw line and scores it as the Indiana Pacers at 43.5%. And the only reason I asked that because I thought we were in that somewhere. We are seventh at 41.4%. Okay. It's off the top of my head. <laughs> Lob inside. Favors goes up with Deadman and Favors knocks it away. The Atlanta Georgia native. Nice Throws read. it up top to Neto. Neto weaves back to the left hand, the top of the key underhand, scoop to Joe Johnson, rolls off of Favors pick. Joe, a legend here in Atlanta himself, step back right side, jumper is good. Joe's been playing much better, at least offensively, in the month of January, ties it at 19. He's heating up for the playoff run. Yeah, it takes us all the guys a little bit longer to kind of get in our groove, well, right, Boona? There's actually a feeling as Deadman fires the three, which we talked about earlier, but he misses this one, the rebound comes to Favors. You know, there's a feeling that this shortened training camp was actually hard on some of the older players earlier in the year, and that the, a lot of those guys had slow starts because it was a different, ry- different rhythm than what they had done for 13th. Makes sense, yeah. Eight, nine, ten, 
12 years in the league. Shot clock is at five. AB's working at the top. He goes with four right down the middle of the lane. He gets grabbed by Bellinelli on a pass off. He was gonna do damage. I mean, there was gonna be some neat, fun stuff done by AB right there. No Houdini, just pure artistry, but instead he gets grabbed and fouled. We find out what's amazing now. If AB makes both of these free throws, that's 21 points. The Jazz yes. averaged 23 <laughs> in the first quarter, and they did not score for the first. Yeah, it was the 6.48 mark we scored <laughs> our first point of this quarter. Well, actually, you know, I, don't, I can't do this, but I'm just looking to see how many times we've scored less than 21, and it's, it's a lot. We started 0 for 10, we're 8 of 14 since, and he splits the free throws, so we have 20 points in the quarter. 8.2 seconds left, here comes Malcolm Delaney to the front court with four. Goes between his legs three times, now behind his back, and loses the dribble, Neto fouled him. With 1.8 seconds left, the Jazz had a foul to give, and I gotta say, you talk about little things young players don't do well, Malcolm Delaney right there, no awareness that the Jazz had a foul to give at all. Yeah, bench has got to make him Bob oh. to the basket, and it's intercepted and knocked away by A.B., and the quarter comes to a close. Thorough quick thought from you on the quarter. Well, I really like, even though the Jazz didn't score for a little bit, I like the fact that, that Joe Ingles was kind of the point out there and, and really trying to get the bigs, especially Rudy Gobert, early into the game. Jazz lead it 20-19 to 19 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Here's Gobert through the lane, kicks to Rubio's 0 for 5. Top to Ingles, first shot for him. It's good, and he's fouled. The 6.48 mark left in the first quarter. The Jazz score. Swings to Jarebko, left side. Seven on the clock, Jarebko puts the left-hand dribble down. Dances into the lane, throws a bad pass. It's knocked around, A.B. has it, two on the clock. Drives to the lane, lays it up and in. That's how the Jazz got a 20-19 lead despite the slow start. Luke Babbitt hits on the left side to give the Hawks a 21-20 lead. We're just underway in the second quarter tonight from Atlanta. I hope you had a wonderful day. If you're on your drive home, got the week started for you. We'll be in Detroit Wednesday and Toronto Friday on this road trip. How will Neto left side? Neto in the game with Burks, O'Neal, Johnson, and Favors. Neto penetrates down the lane, hangs in the air, gives it out to O'Neal. O'Neal fades back on the right baseline and hits. He hasn't missed a shot in two games. Top to Delaney, left side, grabbing is Dorsey out of Oregon. Tyler Dorsey, might have remembered him in the final four run last year. Delaney will take a tough three over Neto and hit it. Boy, I really like the way the Jazz defended that. They knew that they had, is it Plumlee in the pick and roll? I think that's Muscala. Muscala, yeah, in the pick and roll and not a three-point shooter. So they... Tried to stay home on Delaney, didn't Neto, work. big step in the lane, draws the foul, scoops at the rim, it slides off, but Howell will get two free throws. Muscala, a Patriot League product, if I remember correctly, out of Bucknell. And it's obligation for me to mention Bucknell because my best friend from high school is a bison. He never listens to the broadcast. He lives in San Francisco, so I don't know why the heck I give him that kind of respect. But I do. Howell not at the free throw line. Howell... May remember the story. His father grew up a Jazz fan. His favorite player, John Stockton, 
Always wanted his son to be the Brazilian John Stockton. So Howell chose a favorite player, Steve Nash. Because that's what sons do. Howell splits the free throws. Now Howell works with Igor Kakashkov, who was Steve Nash's coach in Phoenix. Jazz down by one, 24-23. Muscala hands it up top to Babbitt. A great three-point shooter, but that's he doesn't have a lot else to his game. Delaney will penetrate, float the left-hander up. Favors will alter the shot and clear the board. Rebound comes to Neto. Push ahead to A.B. left side. Leaves it behind for Joe Johnson. Joe holds. Swings it back to Neto, and they get into the set with 14 in the clock, 10 in the quarter. Left-hand dribble in the lane, stops the free throw line, bounces out to Joe, and now he calmly bumps, backs, goes to work, double team, wild fadeaway jumper to the baseline is an air ball by about five feet. Here comes Dorsey, right side, loose dribble. O'Neal all over him, denies him, left side Delaney into the post must Ilyasova. Ilyasova will shoot over the top of A.B., bank it in, and a foul. A.B. fouled him about five times. Yeah, but and, and A.B. almost caught an, an elbow in the, in the face there as well. Scala's first two. Mascala, a little bit of a stre- modern-day stretch four, hits the free throw. But not in the sense he's a playmaker, more of just a catch-and-shoot guy. Howell Neto coming off a double pick. They go behind him. He'll stop behind the three-point line, come up short on the three-pointer. So Neto's 0 for his first three. He and Rubio, the point guards tonight, combined 0 for 8 for the Jazz. They trail by 4, 27-23. Delaney outside the elbow to Ilyasova. Scoops it back to Delaney, who comes right to left on a pick and roll down the lane. Hands back to Ilyasova for an easy layup. Malcolm Delaney doing well. Running the team at times this year, far better than Dennis Schroeder. 10-3 Hawks run. Hawks lead by six. A.B. works himself in the lane calmly. Flares back to Joe Johnson. Wide open, doesn't take the three. Gives to O'Neal, who's guarded. Finds a slicing A.B. to the rim. Double clutches at the cup, misses. Rebound comes down to the Hawks. Babbitt chests it ahead. It's Delaney in control again. Double team, throws a lob toward the middle. It's a loose pass, and A.B.'s got a nice read on it and steals it. And he's fouled going the other way. Good read there by A.B. That's twice he's been able to get into the passing lane. And you mentioned, yes, great read because he knew where the logical pass should have been made. Delaney already has five assists in this game. He'll be, he'll dish out the dime. Schroeder's going to do the scoring from that point guard position. I thought it was interesting we asked about the progression of Dennis Schroeder. I didn't think Mike Budenholzer gave a very warm endorsement today. Gobert, 12 feet out, puts it on the deck, gets cut off, kicks back to A.B. Left-hand drive in the lane, gets fouled on the way to the cup, and he'll get two free throws. A.B. is really driving hard to the basket tonight. Twice he's... Gotten hit. Foul on Luke Babbitt is his third. Oh, they called him a scholar. That's his first Babbitt already had to. A.B. hits the free throw. Alec grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. And went to the University of Colorado. His dad played for the University of Washington. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why we've developed Promise Price. 
Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price in either location. Start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. 29-25, both free throws down by A.B. Here's Baysmore back in. Played his college ball at Old Dominion, originally with the Warriors, then got an opportunity there and got a nice contract with the Hawks. Baysmore, right-hand drive. Scoop to the left hand, no good, but Muscala tips it up and in. Jazz forcing, they're not letting the defender get back over the top of the screen. They're forcing baseline. And so when Rudy picks the guy up. Rubio finds a beautiful pass to a tight curling O'Neal who catches in traffic and floats the right-hander up and in. And Royce O'Neal's hit all four shots tonight after going three for three the other night. Will he ever miss? Delaney played his college ball at Virginia Tech, flings it to the left corner. Another corner three for the Hawks as Kent Bazemore converts, and the Hawks, the best corner three shooting team in the NBA, have taken a 34-27 lead. They are three of four on the corner threes already tonight, and Quinn Snyder wants a timeout on the Jazz Radio Network. The year was 2006, and what seemed to be a meaningless game between the Lakers and Raptors turned out to be a night for the record book. Kobe Bryant scored 81 points, the second highest total in NBA history. Jalen Rose with the Raptors at the time recalls being on the floor during that performance. He was dominant over us. I just remember realizing at one point in the game, this may be something historic happening right now. Kobe would go on to win the scoring title that season, averaging 35 points per game. 12 years ago today, Kobe Bryant, 81 points, brought to you by Safe Flight Auto Glass. Safe Flight Auto Glass with $85 for every rebound secured for this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds from the Safe Flight Auto Glass Master of the Glass will be donated to the Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Donovan Mitchell checks back in for the Jazz. Dennis Schroeder checks back in for the Hawks. Gobert trying to roll through the lane, misses. Rudy's one of five today. Jazz are shooting 33%. Jazz are usually very good in second quarters. In fact, the number two team in the league, the Hawks are usually not. They're 28th, so what's happening here is a bit unusual. Tyler Dorsey comes around to pick and roll, slips to the ground, falls, and then a timeout by the Hawks. That'll bring us to our second full timeout, 34-27. No need for you to rush back from the bathroom, Ron. You didn't get to talk in that segment. We'll come back with more on the Jazz Radio Network. What's the Twitterverse saying? Twitter! Check it in on the tweets. Twitter! On the Utah Jazz Radio Network. 34-27, 34-27, the Jazz are down seven here in the second quarter. And I'll I'll say again, it's a bit unusual what's taking place right now because the Jazz are a very, very good second quarter team. And they are the number one defensive team in the NBA, but the Hawks are shooting 75% in this quarter. Only 34 points being scored, but what's fascinating here is Rudy Gobert has one point. Derek Favors has not scored. And the points in the paint the last two ball games between those two guys has been unreal. Dennis Schroeder driving. Gobert blocks it off the glass. We'll see what happens. The Hawks were very good with Delaney on the floor. He had six assists. Schroeder has eight points, but just one assist. Rubio working the right side there, not guarding him at all. But they're not guarding Donovan either. And he's wide open right side, and he hits it. 
Only the third shot of the night for Donovan. His first field goal comes in the second quarter. And Jazz starters are ugly right now. They are three of 16 from the field. Back cut, Bazemore cut off by Gobert, and he throws it away. And that is a Rudy Gobert turnover right there. Bazemore backdoor cut, wide to the basket, sees Gobert and just tried to wrap around a pass to nobody in particular. Right, that was the, 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 he would have never gotten that shot off because he's left-handed, he's going away from the basket on the right side, and Rudy was right there on top of him, so it was either get it blocked or try to make a spectacular pass. 34-30 Hawks, Donovan pops out left side, guarded tightly by Bazemore, jabs right, goes left, gets hit on the shot, no call, jumper's no good. Donovan one for four, he shoots 41% in first half, 48 in second half. Bazemore finds a curling Bellinelli to the basket, sees Gobert and throws it away. So the last three possessions, Gobert has blocked a shot and then he's forced two turnovers. There's no way you'll see that in, the, in any statistical note other than just what teams do when he's on the floor offensively, but his presence has forced two passes that didn't exist. Rubio drives, wraps a pass around to Favors for a left-hander at the rim, it's good. Finally got a pass in there. They've chance have not been able to get passes to their big man, rolling to the basket, finally getting one in there. Jazz Zions Bank starters, each has one field goal, but Rubio is 0 for 5, but they're still 5 of 18 as a group, or 4 of 18 as a group. Schroeder, mid-range jumper blocked by Gobert. Rudy is absolutely dominating this game right now. Hawks lead at 34-32. Rubio accelerates the lane, bounces it back to Favors. He'll rise high and hard and pack it with two hands. Ricky Rubio to Derek Favors, but it's all ignited by the defense of Rudy Gobert. And we're tied at 34 on the Jazz Radio Network. Top, we'll take, we'll keep it here because we're already used all our mandatories. Utah on a 9-3 run. And all of a sudden, they've gotten a couple of buckets at the rim. Two of them by nifty passes thrown there by Ricky Rubio. Adrian, if I can get a cut sheet tonight, that'd be great. Jazz fans, purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, peanuts, starting as low as $33 per ticket. UtahJazz.com. Call 325-299 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets. Adrian, you mind mentioning that to me again? Let's get a check on our Salt Lake Stars. The Salt Lake Stars' last opponent was the Northern Arizona Suns, but it was the Stars who were absolutely scorching. They shot 50 of 85 from the floor and had a constellation of nine players in double figures. Jazz center Tony Bradley had 16 points and 11 rebounds, while two-way players Georges Niang and Eric McCree put up 17 and 19 respectively. Your next chance to see the Stars here in Salt Lake is tomorrow night at 7 p.m. as they take on the Grand Rapids Drive. Get your tickets at slcstars.com. Thank you very much, Connor. Seven-game homestand at Bruin Arena for the Stars. If you're interested to come out and see them, they got a lot of fun events on every one of them. Jazz pressuring defensively. Rubio knocks it away, goes out of bounds. Rubio thinks it's off the Hawks. The officials don't. Tied at 34, 5.07 left. Mitchell that's jumps another that. passing lane. Ron Boone thinks that's off the Hawks. The I thought officials the ball don't. hit the floor and hit the defender in the face there. Maybe it bounced out of bounds. Place. 15 seconds on the shot clock. This time they get it in without trouble to Bazemore. Rudy has dominated the last four possessions defensively. Pop out Ilyasova left side. Gobert takes away the shot. Bad pass in the backcourt. 
Ingles knocks it to the ground, goes all the way out of bounds. Ron Boone thinks it's off the Hawks. The officials don't. Boy, I guess I need. They are going to get to keep this possession. But again, Gobert just altered the fifth straight possession of the night. So they have 1.4 seconds to get a shot off. Inbound to Schroeder. He does launch it from three-quarter court. It hits the shot clock and goes out of bounds. I'll give Dennis Schroeder credit. He took it. A lot of guys in this league don't like that shot. It's not a high percentage shot. It's going to hurt my percentage, percentage David. Are you yes, kidding? It is. Tied at 34. If you're just tuning in, the Jazz did not score until the 6.48 mark. How about Schroeder gets taken out of the ballgame? Well, they were better with Malcolm Delaney, and here he comes again. Favors pops out left side. Ingles comes hard on a cut, catches at the top, drives the lane, finger roll, scoop at the rim, no. Rebound the Hawks. Hawks are the last in the league in defensive rebounding. The Jazz have just not been able to take advantage of that yet. Ilyasova, left side, puts it on the deck. Gobert guarding, bounces to Dedman. Now back up top, Bellinelli on a curl. Off a handoff, three ball. Good for Bellinelli. They'll review it. They may have called it a two. 36-34. Hawks run a lot of similar stuff to the Jazz. Mitchell off a pick and roll with Gobert. Brings two defenders to him. Left corner favors is wide open. Misses the three. Four of 17 on corner threes this year is Derek Favors. 36-34, Hawks by two. Baysmore, top to Dedman, takes a right-hand dribble for a mid-range left-hander, no good. Donovan up high for the rebound. You heard the clap of the ball coming back into his mitts. His excessively large hands for this guy his size. Swings to Ingles, bounces down to Gobert. He's guarded well in the paint, tries to step through, commits an offensive foul and travels. They call the travel. They're really giving Rudy fits on the offensive end tonight. Well, they are really made a conscious effort to not let Rudy score. Rudy's had great success, at least the last three ball games anyway, scoring in the paint. So obviously that was a point of emphasis the in Jazz, their scouting report. Jazz have just one second chance point so far. 36-34 Hawks. Baysmore, right elbow. Baysmore terminates. He's their second leading scorer. Up top to Prince, who was acquired with the Jazz draft pick to be exchanged for George Hill in a three-way deal. Guarded tightly by Ingles, Prince double, double dribbles. Dribble. He had dribbled already, Ingles was up tight on him knowing he didn't have a dribble and Prince then tried to release himself with the dribble. Kind of looks like Damari Carroll. I just was going to say the same thing and decided not to. So I'm glad so you So you did. let me do it. Yeah, I'll let you do yeah. it. Well, Damari used to play for him. He's got the same haircut. It's pulled back a little bit further. Same body style. Yeah, they really do. I, I was absolutely just going to say the same thing, Ron. I was going to say that if a Hawks fan hadn't come to a game in a few years, they'd think he was Damari Carroll. They didn't know that he'd been moved a few times. Kind of scary. That you're starting to think like me? Lobbed <laughs> <laughs> to the basket. Donovan trying to go for the dunk on the inbound. It's intercepted and knocked away. Hawks lead at 36-34. Hawks one of the best teams in the league off turnovers. And here comes Prince in the open floor to the basket. Scores and he's fouled. Seventh in the league off turnovers, 23rd in the league off misses and off rebounds. The Jazz have now committed five turnovers in the Hawks have eight points off those turnovers. Pretty high percentage of scoring. And Gobert picks up the foul. That's his first. So Prince. Free throws good. Prince wears number 12. And the Hawks go back up by five, 39-34. Hawks have won two of their last three. 
three of their last five. Top to Mitchell. Donovan's been quiet so far, good wing defenders. Left elbow jumper is good on a nice Gobert pick. Rudy really got a hit there, Ron. That's Especially a... so high out on the floor. That gave Donovan plenty of time to get into the range that he needs. Bellinelli catch and shoot, no good offensive rebound, Basemore. Kicks to Deadman, free throw line jumper for the USC product is good. Hawks back up by five. And the Hawks have six second chance points to the Jazz one. Ron wanted to watch points in the paint. I'm keeping an eye on second chance points. Mitchell, low dribble in the lane, floats the right-hander up, no good. Donovan, two of six in the first half tonight. Right side, Bellinelli. Bellinelli been in the league for a good length of time. Gives it right side to Prince. Prince in his second year. Down low to Bellinelli, bumping and backing on Rubio. Rubio reaches in and fouls it with 2.5 seconds on the shot clock. Not sure I really knew that Bellinelli was a post-playing force right That's there. That about to say, I've never seen this before. Yeah, I don't know why Rubio was so bothered by it. I think I would have loved him to try to see it. So with a minute 59, 58 left at the quarter, no free throws yet for either side. We will on the next whistles. Delaney back at the point guard seemed to have settled the Hawks the minute Schroeder went out. Bellinelli comes around the curl, goes a behind-the-back pass to the wing and goes out of bounds by Deadman, and that is the 10th turnover by the Hawks. The Hawks are 24th in the league at taking care of the ball. You make a pass like that, you look at, you look at the opponent's coach, you see him drop his head. What do you think he's thinking? Well, the only reason you make that pass is you're 13 and 32. If you're playing on a good team, you never throw a behind-the-back pass across the loop. Donovan throws a pass too hard off the hands of Gobert and turns it over. I'm not so sure that was for Rudy. I think that may have been for Joe Ingles in the corner. And that's why he was throwing too hard for Rudy's because yes. Rudy was two steps away from him and, Don and Ingles was on the far corner. Turnover on the Jazz. They're sixth. Let's see if the Hawks convert off a turnover again. Deadman, three straight down the barrel. Barely nicks iron. Ingles rebounds. Jazz down five. Just 36 points scored here in the first half. High pick and roll, bounce out to Joe Johnson. Joe's not shot the three well this year, so instead he penetrates, moves the defender with a left shoulder, and floats the right-hander up and in. 41-38, 110 left here in the half. Jazz are percolating around 39%, certainly not boiling. High pick and roll, Delaney comes off Deadman, runs into a mid-range jumper with Gobert there, no good. And another rebound for Donovan Mitchell tonight. Pushes ahead to Joe Johnson. Jazz have a chance to get an early possession in. Gobert rolling to the lane, pushes it off the window and in, plus the whistle. He'll buy one, and he'll get one free with a chance to tie the game at 41. Yeah, I was just thinking, boy, Joe, you gave Don, uh, Rudy the basketball so far away from the basket. What's he going to do with it? How He's going to take that? one dribble and go score. Yeah. Well, offseason, Rudy Gobert traveled with Howell Neto, and here's what he tells us about those fun travels. Those are some interesting stories. They are good. We'll try to get to it again. So Gobert ties it. He's got 6.7 rebounds. Bellinelli. Gets it right back from Deadman. That penetrates. Loses the ball. Double dribbles. They don't call it. He maintains it inside to Deadman. Who floats it up. No good. Because why? Rudy's there. Rudy's defense tonight is on 
crime form. Well, whatever he's doing it to them. Good point. Um, on the other end. Shot clock, game clock, have a three-second separation. Donovan's holding the basketball on his right hip like it's a lunchbox with Oreos. Now he puts it on the deck, kicks to Ingles. Bypass is a good look three. Flares to the corner to Rubio, and the shot clock expires. Joe's got to shoot. Wow, he just wasn't comfortable. I understand that, but you got to know the time on the clock. I mean, you never know what could have. You missed the shot, could have got an offensive rebound. You never know. 2.8 seconds left. Inbound to Prince, and he just ran with the basketball. I mean, I know it's SEC country, but you still got to <laughs> dribble. Uh, he looked like a running back getting a pitch from a, the old student body right right there. So 1.6 seconds left. How it took him 1.2 seconds to travel, I'm not quite sure. But 1.6 seconds left, Jazz will inbound. Donovan on the run, puts it on the deck, throws up a runner, misses it. Actually, I don't think he got the shot off. We're tied at the end of one. Half a basketball at 41 on the Jazz Radio Network. Yeah, on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Here's Gobert through the lane, kicks to Rubio's 0 for 5. Top to Ingles, first shot for him. It's good, and he's fouled. The 6.48 mark left in the first quarter. The Jazz score. Swings to Jarebko, left side. Seven on the clock, Jarebko puts a left-hand dribble down. Dances into the lane, throws a bad pass. It's knocked around, A.B. has it, two on the clock. Drives to the lane, lays it up and in. Fortuitous bounce for the Utah Jazz. Bellinelli into the lane, all the way to the cup. Layup, no. Rebound tipped around, grabbed by O'Neal. Jazz have numbers on a four-on-two break, and O'Neal's just going to go coast-to-coast and score. Mid-range jumper blocked by Gobert. Rudy is absolutely dominating this game right now. Hawks lead at 34-32. Rubio accelerates the lane, bounces it back to Favors. He'll rise high and hard and pack it with two hands. Top to Mitchell. Donovan's been quiet so far. Good wing defenders. Left elbow jumper is good on a nice Gobert pick. That's your America First game summary. Brought to you by America First. Get the finest and financial services. Utah's number one credit union, America First. Visit AmericaFirst.com for details. 42-41, Hawks lead the Jazz. We're at the half. And opening up the third quarter, Jazz, as you heard Ron Boone say there, did not have a field goal for the first, till the 6.48 mark. And they worked their way back. Actually led for a little while. We've had two ties, six lead changes. Kent Bazemore swings up top to Ilyasova for a high arcing three over the CNN Tower, but no good, and the rebound comes down to the Jazz. Outlet pass by Rubio gets knocked away. Rubio had a tough start shooting. He does have four rebounds and five assists, but he's 0 for 5 shooting. Has it on the right side. They're going under on everything. They leave Donovan open. Second half, Mitchell, no good. Donovan shoots 48% in the second half, 41% in the first, but he's 0 for his first one today, 2 for 7 on the day. Top to Schroeder. Flares it out to the side to Prince. Prince gives to Ilyasova. Corner three coming from Bazemore. It's good. And remember, we talked about this earlier in the broadcast if you're just tuning in. Hawks are the number one corner three shooting team in the league at 44%. They're four of five on the corner three so far. Donovan drives, gets knocked to the ground. The ball goes, squirts out of bounds off the Hawks. You can see right away the big man catches the ball in the middle. He looks weak side. Bazemore all alone. Well, they are 44%. What's interesting is the Jazz usually defend it much better when Rudy's in games than when he's not. Donovan comes off curl, kicks to the left side. Rubio, open corner three, no good. He's 0 for 6 tonight. And 
And in wins this year, Rubio has shot 45% and 39% from three. But in losses, Rubio shoots 34% and 21% from three. And tonight he's 0 for 6 and 0 so for 3. So it would help if he was making shots, and right? In other words, that might be, yes. It means we're fighting the odds right now. High pick and roll for Donovan. Head fix. Pulls into a mid-range jumper with a big back and hits it. And that's exactly what Zach Guthrie said to us in the half Century League halftime interview about the way they're playing and the shots they're going to have to make. 45-43. Here's Dennis Schroeder penetrating the baseline. Kick outside to Prince. Prince will take a contested three over Joe Ingles and hit. Prince is shooting 39% from three this year. Good year for the second-year player. Well, that's a tough shot. Still getting up going in. Wasn't bad defense there by Joe. Hawks have hit six of 12 from three. Jazz just two of 10. Rubio penetrates, throws the pass off the back of Basemore, but ricochets to Mitchell. Penetrates, gives to Gobert, drops it out of bounds. Turnover. Here's what Zach Guthrie said the Hawks are doing defensively to the Jazz tonight. They're dropping their big all the way back in any pick and roll. So Plumlee, Deadman, uh, Ilyasova, all those guys, their, their stance in pick and roll is in the paint. They have two feet in the paint near the charge circle, and they're daring us to hit those mid-range pull-ups, and then they're contesting us with verticality around the rim. So we'll see if the Jazz can combat that as Dennis Schroeder drives the right side hard off the glass, rebound Ilyasova, but he travels. So, Ron, how do you combat that? In some cases there, what we just saw there, where Donovan Mitchell could have pulled up and maybe taken a 13-foot jump shot. Instead, he drove into traffic. So you, you get to the point where you got to take advantage of what's there. Favors catches inside and hammers plus a foul. Jazz swung it left to right around the outside. Ingles caught it immediately, found Derek, cutting to the basket. A great catch by Faves and a hammer. And a two-hand dunk for the Atlanta Georgia native. Derek had some great games here as a high school kid, including the high school state championship game. And really was one of the legends of the area. Followed Dwight Howard in greatness, was the 2009 Naismith Prep Player of the Year in that Georgia State title game. He had 38 points and 21 rebounds. He missed the free throw, unfortunately, and the Jazz lead is 48-45, or down 48-45. Here's Schroeder, left-hand dribble, bounces into the paint to Muscala. Jazz are playing the same defense. Excuse me, that pass was to Plumlee, not Muscala. Right side, Basemore. He'll take a rhythm three off the bounce, no good, and Mitchell slides in for his fifth board of the night. What I'm glad to see is that... Mitchell just didn't assume that he was by himself where he could get that rebound. Donovan penetrates the baseline, swings a pass through traffic and out of bounds all the way back to the Hawks bench. Turnover on the Jazz. Turnover on the Jazz is their ninth. We mentioned this earlier tonight. This is a dead ball turnover, but the Hawks are 23rd in the league offensively after they the opponent makes a shot. 23rd after a defensive rebound, but 7th after teams' turnovers. Jazz now... Respectably only turning it over 14 times a game. That's about average, I think, for the league. Yeah, they've gotten much better. They're yeah. 19th in the league now, so right about Prince pull-up jumper no good, and Gobert snares his eighth rebound of the game. Rubio 2.8, Donovan Mitchell 2.6. Those are your leaders. You know, turnovers for young players are actually a good sign. Ingles works the left side, takes it into the lane, fakes the pass, and then lays it up oh, and in. Beautiful ball fake from Joe Ingles. Little magician work there from Joe. So why did that work? Was it the magician part? Was the fact that they want to cut the Rudy, get the Rudy from getting to the basket? Well, so you, it's an understanding what they're trying to do is Schroeder drives, blocked by Gobert, picked up by Mitchell, back out to Ingles. Jazz trying to find something in transition. Gobert's the last man through, but they don't find him. Maybe because he wasn't open. Rubio will step into a mid-range jumper and hit. First field goal 
in seven attempts for Ricky and the Jazz regain the lead 49-48, seventh lead change of the game. Top to Schroeder. Right side, Prince takes one dribble to his right, fires the three and hits. Torian Prince used with the draft pick the Jazz used to get George Hill. Nice piece. Rubio left side, penetrates, runs into Plumley, flares it back to a wide open favors. Free throw line jumper up and in for Derek. Derek's had some monster games here in Atlanta. The kid they called Big Slim when he was running around the streets of Atlanta. Buries the two and it's tied at 51. Schroeder throws it over to Prince, catches over the top of his head, now takes another three. Keep checking, misses, and rebound Gobert. So when I asked Derek once, when he was a kid running around, what jersey did he have on the most? You got any guess? Had to be a guard. Mitchell penetrating, hands to favors, knocked away. It was not a basketball player. It was not. We're going to say football or hockey? Football player. Okay, who's from Atlanta? that he would. Uh, you're never going to get it. It was no. Earl Campbell. Are you serious? I know. I don't know why. What would he know about I Earl Campbell? I have no idea. <laughs> but he's like, I wore my Earl Campbell. <laughs> I was like, Earl Campbell's like my favorite player. Mitchell driving and a foul called on Mitchell on a push off with the left hand while trying to finish with the right hand. And Donovan's having a little bit of a scuffle tonight. Three of eight, 7.6 rebounds. I have a question about Shooter. Shooter. He's gotten his shot blocked three times, four times, I think, by Rudy. He's 0 for his last five. Ron. But he continues to challenge him well, he is, at the there, There's some questions about his shot selection. Ilyasova driving, passes, Gobert anticipates, steals it. Hands to Jarebko, just checked in. Chest across the court by Mitchell, and it's intercepted by Prince. Prince is going to attack the cop, double clutch, and lay it up, and then Mitchell was there, and he went around him. 53-51 Hawks. Donovan will initiate the offense. Kent Bazemore, known as one of the better defenders, has been guarding Donovan tonight, giving him a hard time. Donovan works in the paint, gets it knocked away. Another turnover on Donovan. Donovan's really scuffling right now. We'll see how he comes out of it. He usually holds himself pretty well for a youngster. We got a foul off the ball before the fast break the other way, and they'll bring us to a timeout. Hawks lead the Jazz 53-51 with 6.25 left in the third. Back to the hottest. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Bellinelli into the lane, all the way to the cup. Layup, no. Rebound tipped around, grabbed by O'Neal. Jazz have numbers on a four-on-two break, and O'Neal's just going to go coast-to-coast and score. Never know when you're going to go in. I mean, just me being always ready. I mean, whenever he calls my name, just ready to play, just doing what I do. Rubio finds a beautiful pass to a tight-curling O'Neal who catches in traffic and floats the right-hander up and in. And Royce O'Neal's hit all four shots tonight after going three for three the other night. Royce O'Neal's our player spotlight brought to you by FanDuel, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Inbound play, Prince cuts, gets to the reverse side, lays it up and in. He's got 10 points in the quarter. Both teams coming out of that timeout were shooting 21 of 48, but that's why field goal percentage is a bad stat because the Hawks 21 of 48 includes seven threes. The Jazz includes just two, and Joe Ingles lays it up and in. So right now, both teams are shooting shooting 22 of 49, but they're not equal. What did you think about that stat before analytics came in? I've always said this, Ron. Analytics, this, this effective field goal percentage is not new. Dennis Schroeder drives right to the cup and scores as Rudy Gobert is out of the game. He gets his first field goal 
in five attempts. So you can't call it stupid. I mean, just well, call it, just it a doesn't bad stop stat now. You right now, field goal percentage is a bad step. Dot then drives, gives inside to Favors, and a tough pass. Great catch, and Favors is fouled. The dropping of the big is discombobulating the Jazz passing lanes off the pick and roll. It really is. I mean, it's really just taking away that crisp, clean pass that they've been able to get here the last three or four ball games. Derek Favors at the free throw line for two. Grew up here in Atlanta. Here's what he said about the first court he ever played on. I will show you my first basketball goal, which was a recycled bin in the grass. That'll be the first thing I'll show you because I'll tell you, like, I came from this and now I'm in the NBA. So they used to go to the grocery store and take the, like, old recycle bins or they would take the old, like, milk cart crates and they'd either put them in the grass or they'd put them on the curb. He splits the free throws. So they used to put them on the curb on each side of the street and then they would play a game where you dribbled and then basically everything was a dunk because you're dunking it into the crate on the ground. That's how Derek Favors' first basketball court here in the streets of Atlanta. Schroeder in the lane, cut off by Derepko. They call a foul on Jonas and Schroeder will get two free throws. And Dennis Schroeder is seeing light at the end of the tunnel, and it used to be a train by the name of Gobert, and now it is a beautiful sunset at the rim. And he is going there every play. Well, he's putting his head down and going very strong to the basket and gets hit. Foul actually Jarebko. called on favors, not on Jarebko, as I said. Really? Schroeder will get two free throws. Schroeder played on the German national team when Jazz assistant coach Alex Jensen was in the assistant on that team there's a lot of ties between these franchises quinn snyder was on the staff of mike budenholzer here in atlanta zach guthrie jazz assistant was mike budenholzer's video coordinator in san antonio and that evidently is one heck of a job budenholzer works you to the end of the earth 59 54 hawks up by five donovan goes behind the back weaving underneath the pick and roll Gets cut off by Prince. Left-hand dribble. Kick out the left side to Prince or to Ingles. Back top to Mitchell. Prince and Bazemore are good defenders and giving Donovan a hard time tonight. Donovan drives. Finds favors on the roll. They cut him off. Fade away. Left-hander no good. That play right there exemplifies all the problems the Jazz are having inside right now. We'll try to take you back to this. Shooter comes the other way and carries. So, Ron, back to what Zach Guthrie said. Donovan gets all the way to the paint, but by the time he gives it to Favors, there's still two defenders between Favors and the rim. Exactly. So the, the outlet is where. And if they're taking away the uh, sideline three-point shot, he's going to have to look backwards, at, in, which is awfully difficult to do sometimes. So the defensive scheme for the Atlanta is really working. Here's Favors going really hard to the basket on the Joe Ingles pick and roll. He rises up, and he gets fouled by those two guys. But that time, Derek just thought he was bigger, stronger, than everyone else. Well, if, if you don't go that hard to the basket, this shot gets blocked. Pick your poison. Which one did they give the foul to? Desmond. 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 Favors Desmond. a little line. Derek's got nine points, three rebounds. Derek. Interesting backstory to Derek. His mom was an Eastern Airlines employee here in Atlanta, and in the 90s they had a strike. It was during that strike that she and Derek's father had their time together. Derek has never gotten to know his father. When at Georgia Tech, Derek got a phone call from his now late grandmother and says, your father called. When I asked Derek what was the reaction to that, he goes, it's the first time I'd ever heard that word. 59-56. Hawks by three after Derek makes the free throws. He leads the Jazz with 11. Bellinelli pull up three, no good. And Faves clears the board. Only one Jazz player in double figures with 11. 13 for Prince, 12 for Schroeder. 
AB off a of pick and roll, weaves underneath and air balls an eight footer. Like he was looking over his right shoulder when he got up in the air. He wanted to give it back to Faves. Here's Schroeder coming hard to the rack, lays it up and in. Dennis Schroeder with Rudy Gobert out of the game has started to attack again. Well, he's had 22 ball games where he's had 20 points or more this season. He's got 14 right now, averages 20 for the season. Here's AB at the top with Favors. Never has been one who uses the pick particularly well. Here he's struggling to do it twice in a row. Swings it back to Ingles. AB's preference go away from the pick. Ingles, left-hand dribble, finds AB slicing to the rack. He's fouled. He'll get two free throws. A gorgeous find from Ingles, a perfect cut by AB, but maybe to exemplify our point all night, Ron, how that didn't become a slam dunk, John Collins fouling, is that they just have that many guys deep in the paint tonight. Yeah, they are really crashing, I mean, protecting the paint, and, and four guys ended up around him, one coming in after the contact was made, but they're doing a very good job of keeping the Jazz from just dominating the rim. Free throw by AB is good. I'm a bit mesmerized, Ron, in the sense that why can the Jazz not get good three-point looks? If they're dropping this many guys and every time the Jazz go in the basket, there's two guys at the rim, why aren't guys open for threes right now? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, we have to really check that out and really look at the scope of things here, but I don't see the dribble handoffs tonight with the Jazz. 61-58, Hawks lead by three. Largest lead by either team was the Hawks by eight. Jazz led by one at one point. Had eight lead changes and three ties. Jazz have never led by more than one tonight. Jazz did not start well. They did not get a field goal till the 6.48 mark. Schroeder, mid-range jumper, no good. Offensive rebound tipped around. Deadman has it. He misses. Rebound grabbed by Bazemore. Throws back out. Deadman intercepts. Goes up over Favors. Misses. Deadman again loses the ball out of bounds. Hawks ball. Joe Johnson is a far... I'm not saying this was Joe Johnson's fault. But Joe Johnson is a well below average rebounder for his position. So therefore, when Joe Johnson is in the game, other guys have really got to help the rebound. That's for sure. And you can see that Alec Burks was there. Prince pops out left corner. No good. A corner three. No good for the Hawks. They're four of six on corner threes tonight. The number one corner three shooting team in the league. Here's A.B. Left hand drive. Goes away from the pick this time. Swings it back at the Donovan. Head fakes. Two players come to him. Pull up jumper is good. Donovan Mitchell with 9.6 rebounds. Be very curious to see if Donovan figures out this defense because he has throughout the year been much better in the late games in the second half than first half. Here comes Bellinelli, tight curl, flares to the corner to Dedman. Proved his three-point shooting this year and hits a corner three as Joe Johnson was nowhere near him. Well, you just don't expect him to knock down a three even though he's made 17. That Maybe that's his 18th of the year from the three-point line. And the fifth three-pointer in seven attempts by the Hawks in the corner. And the Jazz trail it by four, 64-60 on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now, get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Hawks 64, Jazz 60, 247 left here in the third quarter. Rambu, what are they doing up there? You're laughing, Rambu. Why are you laughing so hard? Well, they're trying to make this couple kiss, and they're not doing it, and they go away from it, then they come right back and say, we're back. Nothing's happening. Might be a sister. Efficiency report tonight. Royce O'Neal's four for four. That's your WFC efficiency report. Reminding you to be careful out there. Thurl Bailey joins us now. Big T, how are you? 
I'm good. I'm just wondering why uh, it takes three minutes and 46 seconds to the third quarter for one of our guys to hit double figures. Yeah, Schroeder, three no good after A.B. drives the lane into the drop big and turns it over. Atlanta's defensive scheme really causing problems for the Jazz. Bellinelli drives to the rack and scores. The second chance points tonight, really interesting. That is the eighth second chance point for the Hawks. The Jazz have just three, and the Hawks are 30th in the league in defensive rebounding. Here's a pick and roll. They drop the big, and they reach around and drop foul Mitchell. Let's go back so that uh, Thurl can hear it. Here's what Zach Guthrie said to us at halftime. I want your reaction to what the Jazz need to do to this, uh, Thurl. Here's what Zach Guthrie said at halftime to us. They're dropping their big all the way back in any pick and roll. So Plumlee, Deadman, uh, Ilyasova, all those guys, their, their stance in pick and roll is in the paint. They have two feet in the paint near the charge circle, and they're daring us to hit those mid-range pull-ups, and then they're contesting us with verticality around the rim. So Thurl, this is causing the Jazz great problems, and we're seeing it throughout this quarter. What do they need to do to combat this? Well, I, I think there needs to be more ball movement. I mean, I think Donovan's struggling a little bit with being a little bit indecisive. The ball's dribbling a little bit too much. And even when you penetrate, even if the big guy's going to hang back there, you've got to look at that mid-range shot or you've got to be able to get all the way to the basket and then hit an open shooter. Why? They're only two of ten from three. Why are they not getting three-point looks? They only have two in this quarter despite the way the Hawks are dropping back defensively. That's a great question. I mean, I, I think they're available. The ball's just not moving moving enough. I think there's a lot of, again, a lot of dribbling going on. A little bit too much dribbling and not enough extra passes to get the defense off kilter. Let me ask you this, Big T, because at, uh, this morning they worked on some early offense in transition plays that, they, that I thought maybe they were going to run, but we haven't seen it yet. Beautiful ball movement finds A.B. in the corner. Then he pulls into a mid-range jumper and hits. It's 68-63 now. Hawks by five. Sorry, Hawks on the other side. Dennis Schroeder, who the minute Gobert went out of the game, has started to attack the rim, scored another layup. Here is Delaney, who wears five and a white headband, flashing back to Josh Smith, but he's not that player at all. Takes a left-hand dribble with a jazz minute left in the quarter. And a corner three is good. And a foul on Royce O'Neal in the corner three. And the number one corner three shooting team in the league is now six of eight on corner threes. They came in shooting 44%. They are far exceeding that. And it's a 71-63 Hawk lead and Delaney the line to give them their largest lead of the night. I just wish players would be not such a big hurry to follow the flight of the ball. Uh, you have nailed this one a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. And I don't know why anyone doesn't listen to you. I listen to you, Ron. I don't know what everybody else's problem is. I'm glad you're listening, David. Here's Neto swirling off a pick and roll with Joe Johnson in the paint. Flares it back to Joe. Joe's got the smaller shooter on him. So he'll bump and back. They bring a double team to him. He keeps the left-hand dribble with the right shoulder in. Bullets it down low to O'Neal. He attacks the rack. Good defense by Bazemore. And O'Neal finally misses a shot. First time in two days. Jazz are in trouble right now. Down nine. Third quarter. Causing the Jazz some problems as it has all season long. Jazz 26th in the league in third quarter. Schroeder driving to the rack, another layup. Boy, his numbers when Gobert's on the floor versus not on the floor are just incredible tonight. Well, he's had 10 points in this quarter. AB driving recklessly to the rack, throws up a layup air ball. Not sure what AB was doing there at all. 
with the clock where it was, it doesn't make any sense. 74-63, Jazz down 11. Schroeder drives by Neto, miscommunication with Joe Johnson defensively. They lob to the rim, Baysmore misses. Four seconds left, A.B. driving, kicks to the corner. Uh, Joe Johnson threes and air ball. And the Jazz trail by 11 going to the fourth. Thorough Bailey, thank yes, you sir. for the time and adding to the conversation. And we will watch you on AT&T Sportsnet tonight. All right, guys. 74, 63, Hawks by 11 on the Jazz Radio Network. Listen, listen. And he throws down two. Third quarter recap on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Favors catches inside and hammers plus a foul. Jazz swung it left to right around the outside. Ingles caught it immediately found. Derek cutting to the basket. A great catch by Faves and a hammer. Corner three is good. And a foul on Royce O'Neal in the corner three. And the number one corner three shooting team in the league is now six of eight on corner threes. And the Hawks jumped out to an 11 point lead, closing that quarter on a 13 to three lead. They had five threes in the third and the Jazz didn't have any. Top to Prince, drives to the right hand, hard into the body of Gobert, misses. And Rudy back in the game and all of a sudden the rim misses. Schroeder just attacked with Rudy on the bench. Right side AB, AB drives, swings to O'Neal, breaks the 45, attacks the cup and forgot the basketball, goes off the knee of Muscala, out of bounds. So here's the story. The Hawks lead the Jazz 74 to 63. Hawks have won three of their last five. Jazz have struggled on the road all year. The Jazz did not score for the first 648 of the game. Excuse me, till the first 648. But still were able to lead by one at the end of one. They trailed by one at the half and now trail by 11. AB driving on Bellinelli to the cup, swatted by Bazemore. Alec Burks who has 11 points for the Jazz. Couldn't get that one. Prince had 10 in the third quarter. Drives to the basket. Lays it up and in. And the Hawks are up 13 on what's now a 15-3 run. Rubio, one for seven today. Left side to O'Neal, who missed a shot after making his first four. A.B. drives in the lane. Big is back, so he floats it up. No good. Gets his own rebound. Drops it, and Bazemore has it. Atlanta's defensive scheme, as the Jazz commit a Euro foul, all night long has been to not just drop the big, like dropping the big on the pick. So there's a pick and roll. Someone's supposed to guard the big. Most teams drop the big and that big kind of subtly backs up with the ball handler. They're not doing that. Their bigs is going back and putting both feet almost in the restricted area. And the Jazz have just not figured out how to handle it. And awfully crowded in there. And as a result, you just, and as you mentioned, you wonder why there are not more threes available. Pick and roll, Bazemore slide to the basket, lays it up and in. It's a 17-3 run by the Hawks and a free throw coming. And the Jazz are all of a sudden getting blown out of the building here in Atlanta. Wow, Ron. We went to commercial break down 64-60. And I said to Ron, I feel like the Jazz are going to win this game. They're going to figure this out. Since then, I couldn't have been more wrong. It has been a bloodbath for the Jazz. And by the way, that was not Bazemore. That was number 20, John Collins. Collins, the rookie out of Wake Forest, a really nice player. Born in Layton, Utah, in case you didn't hear it at the beginning of the 
broadcast. Ingles holding the dribble, reached from behind, Bazemore knocks it away. Rumors are out there today that Kent Bazemore is of interest to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Bazemore, pretty good wing defender, decent three-point shooter, might match what they want. Well, the Jazz have been shut down here as they turn it over on the inbound. Simultaneously, the shutdown being lifted, the Jazz have shut down. Here comes Bazemore, kicks to Muscala, bypasses a three, goes right by Joe Johnson, flares to the wing to Prince, rotates to a corner three, and another corner three for the Atlanta Hawks, the league's number one corner three shooting team, and they're seven of nine tonight, and they lead the Jazz by 19. Stunned, and a standing eight count for the Utah Jazz as they take a timeout. Down 19 in Atlanta on the Jazz Radio Network. And this game, Ron, earlier at 64-60, it was a slow-paced game. The Hawks' offensive rating was just 97. The Jazz' offense was struggling at 91. And now, all of a sudden, since then, it is a 21-3 run. And now, all of a sudden, the Jazz are having a poor defensive night and a still miserable offensive night. It just makes you wonder why the Jazz are not getting clean looks. The defensive scheme by the Hawks has really discombobulated this team as Gobert throws a pass to the left corner. Goes off the hands of Donovan Mitchell out of bounds. Donovan Mitchell has 10 points on four of nine shooting. Favors has 11. And without Rodney Hood tonight, who's out with the left leg contusion, there is not, there's no other score to help out along the way. Jazz have been all right when Rodney hasn't played this year, six and four, but tonight, that will not be the case. Muscala rotates, corner three for Bazemore, got it. Eight of 10 on corner threes, and the Jazz are last in the NBA defending three-point shots this year. And that's one of the, what looks like one of the Jazz plays and what they've done all season long. 21-point advantage for the Hawks. Here's Rubio, swings it up top, and it's stolen by Prince. Prince coming the other way, three on one, spins, fouled. He will not finish. Rubio passes up a three. He's to try to force a pass. Jazz are on the wrong side of a 24-3 run, dating back to the 64-60 timeout, which happened at the 247 mark of the third quarter. This has been something else. Here's Prince on a left-hand curl. Jarebko cuts him off nicely. Prince terminates, bounces down low to Muscala, lays it up and in. Nice find by the Hawks, and they lead the Jazz by 23. 64-60 was the score. You gotta give it to the Hawks. I mean, they are just outworking the Jazz and, and forcing in the... Donovan, catch and shoot three, no good. Donovan goes to four of 10 tonight. Is that our first three-point attempt in the second half? No, we do not have a three-point field goal in the second half, though. I know we don't have Gobert one Gobert steals it, throws a left-hand bounce pass to a running Jarebko, dunks and fouled, and the ball bounced out of the rim and then went back down the cylinder, but an assist by Rudy Gobert on an off-the-bounce left-handed bounce pass in the open floor. That's pretty fabulous. The Jazz in the second half from three, Ron, to your point, are 0 for 4. 
but what's surprising it is, is still just four attempts. The score was actually being told 61-60. So since then, it's 25-6. Here's Prince driving by Ingles into the cup, sees Gobert, so he hands it off to a slicing John Collins who dunks it. Quinn wants another timeout. And the Jazz are getting run by the 13 and 32 Atlanta Hawks. 8-12 left in the fourth. Atlanta 88, Utah 66 on the Jazz Radio Network. Muddled along, both defenses had a grip on the game. And the Jazz, it was a 61-60 game, and you felt like the Jazz were gonna break through. That like just strange things were gonna happen. The Jazz weren't getting threes, they weren't getting the rim. You felt like they'd break through. The opposite happened. Atlanta broke through, and the Jazz still have not been able to make any progress. And they are now all of a sudden down 88-66. Jarebko driving, gets it knocked away, back over to Mitchell, right corner three is good. On a busted play, the Jazz get their first three of the second half and trail 88-69. Delaney who played at Virginia Tech, gives to Muscala, the 6'11", somewhat center. Right side Delaney, Jazz bring two to him, right corner three coming for Collins, he hits. The Hawks are an incredible nine of 11 on corner threes tonight. But we shouldn't be we should be a little surprised, but they're the number one corner three team in the league. You can tell they look weak side whenever they're driving to the basket. Lob inside, Ingles gets cut off, bullets a pass to Gobert, great catch, and then puts a shoulder into Collins, and it's an offensive foul. John Collins is the rookie from Wake Forest. He has 8.7 rebounds in 20 minutes. He's going to be a really nice player. Well, he's six foot ten, he's two thirty-five, and, and he's more of a he's not a wing player for the most part. He's a 3-4 switchable. Right. Good shooter. Shorts are too short. His shorts look just fine. But he and Bazemore both wear short shorts. Back cut, Bazemore. Loose with the dribble on the right side. Gives it back up to Delaney. Delaney's got Gobert. He's going to line him up. He attacks with the left hand to the rack. Jarebko comes over, blocks it. Picked up by Gobert, outlet to Rubio. Rubio doesn't want to attack for the layup, so he brings it out to the right side. Quincy Lewis said it very well the other day on our show. When he's not comfortable with his layup, it negates his game a bit. Gobert trying to get the handoff to Ingles and a foul. Rudy's got his 10th rebound of the night on that last one. You notice how hard they fight to get between you and and the screener. You made the comment earlier, we haven't seen a lot of dribble handoff. That may have been why. That's probably why. 91-69, 91-69, Utah down by 22. Gobert hands to drives the lane, runs into two defenders. They call a blocking foul on Atlanta. Epe Udo has not played in two nights. We'll check back in. We'll check in for the first time. Jazz been good with him on the floor this year. Plus minus is always a funny stat, but for Atlanta, there's some guys having a great night. John Collins plus 25, Muscala plus 25 in 11 minutes. A few Jazz guys have been plus minus darlings or not. Donovan Mitchell straight down the barrel, three no good. Offensive rebound 
Kicks out Dudo. Here comes Donovan, driving to the rack, scooping and missing. Donovan, 5 of 13 tonight. And really had no impact on the game. Usually he's got some passing and some other things. He doesn't have an assist tonight. Defense has been very good. Bazemore and Prince, long active defenders, have given him fits. 6-10 left. Here's Delaney working the right side, guarded by O'Neal. Left side, corner three, Ilya Silva missed it. So they go to nine of 12 on the corner three. 12 corner three attempts is a lot. Jazz used to not allow any corner threes. It's interesting, just from a basketball standpoint, philosophically, as Rubio draws a foul. Last year, the Jazz were one of the best teams in the league at not allowing three-point attempts. They were also pretty good at defending the three. They were also one of the worst teams in the league at forcing turnovers. So they just played this shell. This year, they've gone from 25th in the league forcing turnovers to 5th in the league forcing turnovers. But everything else is less good. And I just am not sure that forcing turnovers is worth it as Rubio misses his seventh attempt out of eight this year, tonight on the left side. I, Milwaukee, Jason Kidd just got fired, and he goes to try force turnovers at a rate that's outrageous. Prince driving to the cup. Foul, he'll get two free throws. It's, a, it's an interesting argument on the way to play the game, but the Jazz, and it's, it, it, Gobert was out for a long time, but they've gone from eighth defensively run against the shot. They've gone from third to 20th. Defensive rebounding, they've gone from fourth to sixth. Fouling, they've gone from ninth to 22nd. The one thing they've gotten better at is they've gone from 25th at forcing turnovers to fifth. 92-69. Jazz down by 23. Jazz, when they were losing, especially early in the season on the road, this is what we saw. Both free throws are good. 17 now for Prince. Leading scorer of the night, 18 for sure. Here's O'Neal. Pull up jumper at the left elbow is not good. And the rebound, Ilyasova. Utah has scored 69 points tonight. Is shooting 38% and 3 of 14 from 3. Jazz effective field goal percentage tonight is ugly. 41% effective field goal percent for the Jazz. And a foul here. The Hawks is up to 57% effective field goal percentage. Effective field goal percentage weighs three-point shots, and that's why we use it, because 30% of the shots in the league are now three-point shots. And if earlier tonight was actually a good example, both the teams were shooting the same percentage, but the Hawks had eight more threes, so their shooting was actually way better. Dennis Schroeder is fouled here and goes to the line. Jazz have Neto, O'Neal, Burks, Jarebko, and Udo on the floor. So they've somewhat may have waved the white flag. Understandably so, with five minutes left, down 25 in a game which they trailed by just one late in the third quarter, relatively late in the third quarter. The 23rd time this year that Schroeder has scored 20 points or more. Neto penetrates to the cup, lays it up and in. And they played Delaney... And then the Schroeder on the floor at the same time. I wonder how often they do that. Schroeder drives, goes to Duncan. Udo meets him at the cup. Alters it and blocks it. Here comes Royce O'Neal, coast to coast, layup, no. Rebound, Neto back up and in. The littlest man on the floor. 
Some of the Jazz, I mentioned the plus minus for some of the Jazz players, not so good. Royce O'Neal has been a plus minus darling all year long. In other words, the Jazz has been great when he's on the floor. Offense foul loss. Royce O'Neal is a minus 24 tonight. Joe Johnson, who has had a tough year in plus minus, is a minus 17. Alec Burks minus 17 as well tonight. And defense is Royce O'Neal. He's having... No, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Like, that's where I- individual game plus minus is a little misleading. Plus yeah. minus has got a lot of noise to it. Yeah, but he hasn't had too many games like that. Some might, be, some might be telling that Malcolm Delaney's plus 25 and Dennis Schroeder's only plus four. Udo catches underneath. He's fouled and misses the two-footer. Hawk run is 34-13. to 13. It just... I don't know what the Atlanta equivalent of an avalanche is. But they had more snow than we've had recently. They had two inches the other day, and gosh forbid that happens here. That closed school for three days. Udo splits the free throws. Jazz down 21 with 4.10 left. In the ballgame, Tyler Dorsey swings into the corner, driving Bellinelli no good. Offensive rebound back up. And missed by Dwayne Dedman. And a technical foul on Mike Budenholzer. Budenholzer has popped a lid up 21 with 3.55 left because he didn't get a call. That was seriously worth a thousand plus dollars right no, there? No kidding. I mean, if I'm his financial advisor, I am concerned about his spending. <laughs> Alec Burks makes the free throw. I'm going to call him and say, I have seen irrational expenditures by you recently. You cannot buy that plane. 20-point lead for the Hawks. Technical free throw was good. Neto, left-hand drive into the paint, hangs, flips it up the right-hander, flies out of the cup after rattling around the inside of the orange. Muscala rebounds, and here comes Dorsey. Bunch of Oregon guys having good years. Rookie down at Memphis. Dorsey will take a three and hit. The Hawks are 12 of 24 from three tonight. Jazz are three of 14. 14 three attempts in a game for the Jazz. Maybe one of the fewest they've had all year. Jarebko spinning in the lane, switching to the right hand, lays it up and in. Definitely a didn't see any of this. I mean, you're looking at the the ratings and the way that the Hawks are playing all season long. They're nine and 13 at home. Win their fourth, their last six though. This was not what they had planned. They did never. They never intended to win four out of six. Taylor gets the ball kicked. Fewest threes the Jazz have taken in the game this year was 21 against Miami. They went five of 21 in that game. Tonight they are three of 14. So this will be by far. The fewest threes they've taken in any game all year. Bellinelli fadeaway right side rattles in. And the fewest makes in all likelihood. 100 to 77. It is also walking toward one of the Jazz lowest shooting percentage nights all year. 100 to 79. All of a sudden the Jazz against the Atlanta Hawks defense that's ranked 26th in the NBA. Muscala right through the middle of the lane for a slam dunk. 
and it's 102.79. Jazz effective field goal percentage right now is at 42%. So if every shot the Jazz had taken all night was a two, they would be at 42%. The worst the Jazz have had all year was against Philadelphia at 34.9 and Miami at 37.2. In that stretch of games, it was brutal. They also against Philadelphia were at 41. However, since then, they've only had the game against the Thunder and one against the Nuggets where they're under 40. Driving and missing is Dorsey. Down 102-81 with a minute 50 left. A.B. comes to the front court. Alec has 12 points tonight, three of eight shooting. Weaves in the lane, fades back with a mid-range jumper and hits, and Alec's got 14 to lead all Jazz scores. Jazz will go to six and five this year without Rodney Hood. Their 11th game playing without him this year. Hopefully we'll see him again on this road trip as Mascala gets fouled. Oh no, Mascala stepped out of bounds before he got fouled. Oh, yeah. 102-83 the score. Amazing. Happens all the time, baseline. And that was just another attempt from the baseline die. Yep. Jazz fans behind us. We have a unique broadcast site that we have fans who walk right behind us throughout the night. And the interesting one for me that if David James is listening, he might find relevant, is that I actually stand here because I stand everywhere. But I like to stand here because they often kick my chair when they walk by. And I always think it's someone like kicking my chair. Neto's fouled in the drive. We'll get two free throws. Jazz led it a few points tonight by one was their largest lead. The game had eight lead changes and three ties. The Jazz led 20 to 19 at the end of one. The Hawks led 42-41 at half. The Hawks led 61-60 with about three and a half left in the third and then the world came, 305 left in the third and then the world came to an end. And since then it's 41 to 25. Taylor, low dribble, out of control, ball's dribbling him. Kicks to Bellinelli for what else but a corner three. It's no good. Nine of 13 now. O'Neal coast to coast on the drive, and he's fouled. Royce is going to go till you stop him. And he does that a lot, especially when he rebounds. I mean, if you don't slow him down, make him change directions, yes, he's going to try to get all the way to the basket. Let's check on as Royce O'Neal shoots two free throws. Let's check on our NBA Now feature from earlier tonight. It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Jason Kidd, the Milwaukee Bucks. Why now? If something's inevitable, why wait? At the end of the day, we, we believe this gives our team the best opportunity to uh, have the most success this season, uh, the success that we expect, and going forward long term. And so uh, you have short windows in the NBA to build towards contention and a- actually contend, and we don't want to waste time in putting our team in the best position to do that. Well, that is the general manager of the Bucks. Tyler Dorsey dunks a right-hand hammer the other way to add a little injury to insult. It's 104-87. A.B. fires the corner three and hits. I got to tell you what, I, I've been around the league a long time, 25 years, Ron. You've been around it for 50. I don't see coaches very often fired at 3 o'clock on a game day with three days off the next day. He did something today. Don't you think? Maybe some words or... Right, I mean, there had to be something today, right? You're going to fire me, fire me now. Muscala, corner three, squirrels out. Nine of 14 for the Hawks on those corner threes. They came in the number one corner three shooting team. Neto dribbles it out, and this one is final. 104 to 90. The Atlanta Hawks 
blow out the Utah Jazz at the end and had a defensive scheme tonight. Ron, the, the Jazz never answered. I don't think I don't think it was really answered. No, I mean I'm sure that Quinn tried to put something together there. Would have helped if the Jazz were able to knock down some 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 shots on the outside. But if you think about the in the course of the basketball game, how many uncontested looks or how many looks did they actually get? Even though they were defending and doing a great job of the of, of keeping the Jazz from getting clean passes in the paint. That's what's fascinating that the, none of those passes that they were trying to get to the bigs in the middle after a pick and roll was uh, was clean enough in order to to squeeze it through there. But what's interesting, even Ron, is it's not only that they missed open looks tonight. I mean, on the other end. They just didn't get any three looks. 21 three looks coming in tonight was the fewest the Jazz have taken in a game all year. That was on November 10th against Miami, and they took 15 tonight. Like, that's not even close. You know, you just don't expect that. Uh, I'm sure they look at the films because, believe me, Detroit watched this ball game there as well. And Dwayne Casey's in our hotel here in Atlanta. <laughs> exactly. Toronto's so. in town. He's in town. He said in the hotel. He said decided not to come to the game tonight because he decided to stay in the hotel to to watch and be able to stop it. Uh, I'm pretty certain Jonas Valanciunas and Andre, Andre Drummond are going to be standing in the same place as Atlanta's defense tonight. Yeah, Jazz are going to have to figure out something here to to counter. But you know, these are great coaches in the league. These are smart coaches, and and Quinn will figure it out. 104-90, the final. Atlanta beats the Jazz. Spence Sheckets, Britton Johnson. Have the postgame show coming up for you next. Thanks to the crew here. The doc, the dentist, was our statistician tonight. Did you Rick get your toothbrush? Majeska, yes. I got my toothbrush as John well. Kramer was our engineer. Connor Varney was a studio assistant. Adrian Lies are doing great work as well. Final tonight, 104-90. to The Jazz fall to the Hawks on the Jazz Radio Network.